0: I really despise the culture wars, uh, part mostly because, as I've said, I think that the, the old saying goes, uh, the first casualty of war is truth. Uh, my revised version of the saying uh, is, the first casualty of war is mutual understanding. Now, one of the things that the culture wars or in the generation before it, the wars between the sexes, one of the things they reveal is that not all is well with society, that that we don't understand one another, we don't treat one another, we don't honor one another as we ought. And this gives rise to anger and resentment, uh, not unnaturally and and hurt. uh, And then when that is not uh, received, then that just breeds more anger and resentment and hurt, and everything degenerates into this this terrible power struggle. And this dynamic is not dissimilar to a certain misguided religious impulse that we see in the story of the nativity of the Theotokos. Because, in fact, if you think about it, a lot of these wars are indeed kind of misguided religious zealotry. Uh, we want things to be right. We don't want things to be proper and good. And there's rights that are being trampled and there are uh, things that are wrong that need to be corrected. Uh, and these are all kind of wrapped up in this religious impulse. And when Joachim and Anna were, uh, well, were old. These were two very righteous people, but also not like super notable. Like we wouldn't know really anything about them if they weren't, didn't happen to be the mother of the Theotokos. There's there's nothing that they did that was particularly noteworthy or newsworthy uh that would have been like headline news in the in the Roman Empire or even the Jewish backwater that was uh, that they lived in um they were just good people who loved God but there was something wrong they didn't have any kids and in the Jewish understanding Children, and in, indeed in the Christian understanding, children are a blessing from God. And here, Joachim and Anna, these two pious, righteous, now very old uh, uh, people, had been deprived of this blessing for whatever reason. Now, one interesting thing about them, which, which very much speaks to their, their, to their true righteousness and piety, is that they kept the faith. They they didn't complain. They weren't angry or railing against God. They they simply believed that God could bless them, but he hadn't. But this was not what they experienced in terms of their acceptance or rather lack thereof in society at large. The the, the kind of touch point in the story uh, comes when Joachim, who, uh, he's, he's now an old man, a very good man, uh, a venerable priest. Uh, he is, it's his turn to serve in the temple. He comes with his sacrifice to the temple, and the high priest turns him away. Because, well, God hasn't given you this blessing, and therefore there must be something wrong. Misguided religious zealotry. Which, as usual, manifests in judgment, and as so often the case, in this case manifests in false judgment, wrong judgment, misjudgment, and both Joya Kamana were devastated by this. This was. Joachim's turn by that point in in Israel's history there were many many priests so it wasn't like every day that you got a chance to go and serve in the temple so Joachim's turn and he'd been turned away and publicly disgraced and humiliated as they already felt publicly disgraced and humiliated just by the fact that they they still didn't have any children and they were old but as they say They did not lose heart. They did not lose faith. They, knowing the history of their people, of of the people, uh, of of their father Abraham, whose children they were, great, 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 great grandchildren, uh, um, a few more greats, uh, they knew that God could bless them. And they kept the faith. They kept faith in the goodness of God And they must obviously have acted on this faith because they were blessed in their old age with a child, with Mary. And this faithfulness to God, it's not something, as they say, that, that gets noted in the headlines. This blessing of motherhood is not something that gets, at least in most of human history throughout the world, not something that gets actually exalted as much as it ought. It is a difficult role, even when one is blessed with it, it's, it's hard. And part of the Anger and resentment that came in the war between the sexes and now the the the, the, uh, the culture wars is precisely something like this, where you know if you look at you know look back through human history and you look at <clears throat> what's celebrated, what are the great stories? Well, there's great stories of heroism, there's great stories of Great warriors. There's stories of very successful politicians, people who shaped the world with this or that or the other thing. Usually men, and yet all of those things are and these are all celebrated in story and song and movies and 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 you know action movies. Uh, How many of those? Great big blockbusters celebrate the simple beauty of having a child, of being a mother. It's not fair. It's not right. There's a reason why people got women got upset, thinking, wait. And yet it's, all, it's interesting to me. Here here I probably betray some of my own biases. Uh, it's interesting to me that the, the solution seems to be to make women the action hero. I'm sorry, that's the wrong solution. It's not to say that, you know, there aren't women out there who could beat me into a fight. Uh, if I could bring myself to hit them, I pretty firmly drilled into me, don't hit a girl. I think it's a good, good basic rule. Uh, but, but there's lots, there's, I'm sure there's women out there who could just knock my clock uh you know clean my clock I think is the is the is the proper you know if it came down came down to a fight, who cares there is not one of us men who has it in us literally to become a mother. None of us have what it takes to create life within ourselves or to bring it into the world. This is something that is amazing, a gift from God, and, a huge, and like all great gifts from God, a huge responsibility and very hard at times. And, and it's something that we ought to, and in fact today, we do celebrate, we honor, we lift this up. Because if we think about it, ultimately, from the perspective of our faith, there is no greater heroic act that anyone in humanity has done than the Theotokos saying to the angel, behold, the handmaiden of the Lord, let it be to me as you have said. That simple act of assent is the means by which our salvation came into the world. It is a greater act than the foundation of any empire, than the destruction of any number of enemy troops. It is quiet. It is private. And it is worthy of of honor. And so I think the solution to the horrors of the culture wars is actually very simple. We need to hear one another. We need to love one another. We need to honor all of the things that God has created, all of the individuals that God has created, in in and recognize the beauty of the mutual interdependence that God has made. Male and female, He made us in His image, that we might be together to His glory. Glory of the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Now different than the ages of ages.